You thought that was dope, but MTV wasn't stupid. Cause man, that TV show was straight stupid. No one wants to see it, that's realer than real. Man, people wanna see something that they can feel. I'm telling you what's up, cause I know the deal. Now sit your ass down and witness mass appeal. Don't change the nizzle, turn it up a little. This is the bizzle, Snoopy Deagle double jizzle. Yeah, something hizzle, for shizzle, for rizzle. This is the show we call TC and Jake. It's uh, today. I didn't realize until I was typing in the. I named the files by the date. Same little, little system I have. Yeah, but you do it the wrong way. I don't mean. I don't mean to be confrontational. Oh, you go Euro. Well, I I go so that it automatically sorts correctly in the folder. Why don't you just tell me, bud? Uh, I don't know. Has it really not come up before now? I thought I would have said something passive-aggressive in the previous 15 years we've known each other. <laughs> I, I don't think you have, but I mean, I'm glad to go year-year, month-month, day-day. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe my, I think that's what, like, I don't think, uh, I, you know, I don't know if I'm autistic, but if someone uh, was like, well, defend your case that you are, I'd be like, you know how, like, anytime I see a file that's not, I'm like, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess because, like, I do, I do strongly believe that everyone else should also be allowed to have their things. So I'm like, this is his thing. He should. He definitely cares about it as much as I do. So I'm not gonna bug him. But now I'm learning. In fact, we, we may not have the exact same approach. <laughs> today, today you will see a file that says two two one six one one. Look at that. That's great. That's beautiful. Now I'm gonna have to change it because I already started it. But I'm willing to do that for you. But uh, I, I appreciate that. But I, I did then see the date, and uh, today is 21 years since uh, the men showed up in my house and told me that I had to come with them. I, wow. Men is, uh, that's, that's gender. It's actually a man and a woman. But whenever you say that, the, that there was this terrifying lady, it never lands in the same way. Yeah, but I think anybody who's listened to this podcast long enough knows that the women you were dealing with, uh, if we're still permitted to say this, had very men-like affects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, honestly, like the, the the women running the school definitely could have kicked my ass. Um, the escort was had had more feminine qualities than they did, but. I don't know. She's, I mean, she was there to fucking wrestle me to the ground if need be. So I assume she could have done it. I was 14, you know, like not a big fucking accomplishment lady. You're full grown. But uh, yeah, I don't know. 21 years since the extraordinary rendition. That's right. That's right. Right. <laughs> you and ISIS. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Al Baghdadi and his hateful group of militants. That's right. Um, that's right. I had a... Uh, and look at you now, though. That's right. Um, <laughs> Friday night Friday night was epiphany night. I was I was setting aside some time for epiphanies. Yeah, of course, you put that on the to-do list. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, if you look at my calendar, there's like a big block that says epiphanies. <laughs> and we've uh, definitely like on life skills, we'll refer, we'll refer to it as the cult school. Um, and, you know, like I know we're getting at something, but it's always... I'm always trying to work out exactly what that means. And I really enjoyed, I think I've said this plenty of times here before, the uh, documentary on uh, FLDS, the Netflix documentary about Warren Jeffs. Yeah. And, you know, it's just in a lot of like, it gives you a really good idea of what it's like inside of a cult. And I was, you know, speaking with my wife about what, uh, you know, like just kind of the effect that the whole experience had and the way that I would like the, the, the way to kind of like verbalize the things I'd been feeling that clicked into place was they very earnestly, very directly wanted you as like their first order. Like, you know, if, if they, if they wanted you to do one thing, it was this and that's at like, do what Jamie would want you to do. Like this, you know, insane person, I can't stress enough. They're like, if the insane person would do it, that's what you should do. And if she wouldn't, that's what you shouldn't. And that's definitely like, 
more or less the same structure. You know, it's like do what Warren would want you to do. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, sometimes I, people even make bracelets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I guess whatever you try to like, I mean, that's I'm trying to reduce it to the most direct thing and whatever you reduce it like, you know, uh, I'd like for my daughter to say, does dad think this is a good idea or not? You know, that that seems uh, appropriate enough. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm more well-adjusted than the leaders. I don't know. Maybe there's more thought to, thought exploring to do there. But, like, also I don't really – I'd like her to, like, kind of be like, does dad think this is a good idea? But I don't want her to just, like, do what I would do. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to leave space, much like with you with the file naming, you know, why I haven't mentioned <laughs> it till now. <laughs> I, I want people I, – I assume that they're happiest living their own lives and that I wouldn't be able to – presume what that is i love freedom and whenever other people around me express it uh so i, I, don't, know. I don't know i think the biggest component is uh that to do it the, the former way as opposed to the latter the former way requires a degree of and really probably not a degree of full-on submission yeah yeah and they, that's they, they wanted that submission and and i honestly like i don't even though like i've had some rough experiences with religion in my life mm-hmm um, I don't believe that most of the people that I currently associate with that call themselves or that are Christians, I don't know that that, that I get the vibe that they expect full submission. <laughs> yeah. Like, Mercy Rule was hoping for it, but you wouldn't give it to him. Your skills no, were too strong. No, yeah. I mean, the skill that I exhibited was when the game was on the line, I was like, get me the fuck out of here and you guys go make a play. <laughs> <laughs> i know my role here dude you can play me off the floor in the playoffs i don't care i'm still getting a check for the regular season That's i know nice. i know what time it is i submit yeah i'm also uh 12 years older than everyone that was on the field um, so you know the routes better you're wiser no i i don't even know that dude i mean i've told you this before but these dudes have names for stuff that i've never even heard of before you to learn their playbook yeah, I had to like ask him. I'm like, I've never heard that called that before because they're robots. Did you know the concept? Kind of, yeah, but a lot of their stuff, this is way too dorky. A lot of their stuff, like, you know, obviously, like Smash, for example, everyone yeah. knows that one and is running it. That's not really a route, it's a concept. Yeah. And they have like 10 of those. You're running a corner and a short hitch. Yeah, but most of the time we were not calling concepts we were, you were just the way we rounds. did it too yeah and the way we did it too was like we had one through nine mm -hmm. and you know you might end up like with a you know like a 569 would be a play and everyone just has to figure out all right from left to right five six nine whatever you're looking for but they have words for those anyways nobody gives a fuck about any of this i was thinking about this when you played the intro just now because mm -hmm. i saw somebody i can't find the tweet now it was pretty basic and chuggy and generic but it was like a hey podcast idea someone should do a what happened to podcast which is kind of what you're wrong about is but like basically i think they brought up like carrie lake like could you just somehow figure out exactly how the last eight years of her life happened i mean uh i saw a tweet about how much she hates christmas and that kind of clicked it into place for me also, that she was pulling for Todd and breaking for and breaking back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot like, of really okay, interesting yeah. stuff that's going. I the origin know. story is coming into focus a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I don't think because I don't live in Arizona, I'm never going to get comprehensive on it, uh, and I almost feel a loss there because, boy, like I just I'd never heard of her before this. I would have liked to have been there, living the whole journey. Like, yeah. I, I would like for Cynthia Izagiri to become a reactionary right-wing figure. That would be good I mean, for me. The closest we've got, really, um, just because she was on a lot of cowboy broadcasts. I mean, she does. Tafoya. She has <laughs> taken those swipes at gays before. Uh, who? Izagiri. Oh, well, that, come Saying on. Saying that they can't <laughs> climb Everest. Right, and that they're unsighted. Yeah. Um, but, like, the nature of the tweet was, like, I wish people – there was a podcast that would just like document like here's how this person became what they are. Like from TV news anchor that was uh, very friendly in the drag scene and the trans scene uh, who couldn't stand Donald Trump and and said 
I hope all you fat fucking Americans are happy that you elected one of your own yeah. uh, like six years ago uh, uh, to now. When she puts it that way, I do feel a little swell of pride. Yeah, there you go. You That's the one time you felt close to her. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no, no. To him. I felt to him, separate to him, from her. Excuse me. That's what I mean. Uh, but I almost feel like there should be a flip side of it too. And if there were a flip side of it, Snoop Dogg would definitely be on that. <laughs> <laughs> like his career makes no sense. There's a very good chance he actually murdered somebody. Yeah. No. The, getting it's to the known. point. Uh, you know, aging is great. Like, I mean, the, in general, I, I I think that we all do properly. We all know, and our bodies react to the fact that, like, uh, as you age, you just get less dangerous. Like when he's in his twenties, like you're saying, he's scanning to America as someone who might do what you're alleging that he did, and I assume that you're right. Uh, but you know, you know that he's not going to do that anymore. No one's terrified of a 60-year-old black dude. I mean, maybe there's some exceptions, but the terrified rate really drops with age. Is that Well, first of all, yeah, of course it does. It tracks. He's 51, by the way. You just think he's 60 because he's he been was around like 17. For a long time. Exactly. My whole uh, life. So, I don't remember a time where I knew what music was that he wasn't making it. That is I I concur. So it's partly a commentary on just like the weird uh, random way in which American culture or culture in general works where it's like, well, this one will let go. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to other people that it doesn't work out that way. And yeah, of course, there's tons of stuff in my life uh, that I regret. And as I get older, the more I'm like, all right, man, I don't like the way that felt. I don't want to you know, replicate those actions. That's fine. But what you then also usually don't get to do is be like a guy who writes children's songs and is worth $150 million because uh, you're welcomed into American homes for like nine spots per NFL and college football weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like (laughs) to podcast on it just because I'd love – dude, I bet he has various people that could really quote this to you, like uh, the business managers or whatever, just advisors. And I'm interested in his perspective too, but just the choices he had to make along the way. Like there had to be times where he was like, you know, I'm going to do this because I'm trying to get to this audience. And like other people may have made different choices, you know, like, like, I don't know that Jay-Z's ever made that turn, you know, like he's, he's also prominent, but he's not trying to do that. He doesn't want to do that. Right. Uh, Also killed somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, uh, there's a bunch of people that have lived and all of them died somehow. I just don't think it's that big a deal. Um, but, you, you know, like you're like a fucking different deal. He was never as famous, but like Suge Knight, you know, like they uh, they were contemporaries and uh, Suge had made a lot of different choices. I, I was watching a, a couple of select episodes, and in fact, I think I'm going to have to rewatch the whole thing again here pretty soon, just because it is one of the most fascinating things that's ever been made. The, uh, the Kevin Hart uh, docu-series, Don't Fuck This Up. And there's, I watched a few. There's a, depict, there's a meeting he's in where he's like, got to get me my animated movie. And like you can imagine that before the documentary, they had some meeting where he's like, I got to get my docu-series. Mm-hmm. like he's he's just speaking about it very directly like maybe robin williams did that too but i i think that he just they were just like uh hey you know we got a cool idea for genie and he was like oh yeah yeah love that i could do that for sure and like I, I, it just feels very unorganic when kevin's doing it and i mean that just that's kind of him to me but like that makes it more interesting not less <laughs> as you're watching the thing um, and I, I would be interested, I would love, uh, getting that kind of insight into Snoop's decision-making process. His reality show is great. I only watched a couple episodes. It was on whenever we were in college. Uh, but like, uh, was it man of the house, dog of the house, house dog? I don't know. I think Boy, it was man of the house. I, I only vaguely remember that. It, it wasn't the kind of insight. Snoop Dogg's fatherhood. That, that might be it. It was on 
one of the yeah. channels. It wasn't like a Netflix deal because Netflix didn't exist or barely did. They were sending DVDs at the time that I'm talking about. This apparently was on E. Yeah, it was in 2007. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Snoop Dogg's fatherhood. Get it? Because of the hood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They made it two separate words there. Anyway, speaking of TV choices, so you've been dipping off into Love is Blind? <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, as part of, as part of a, a Epiphany Friday, we might have just fucking killed that bad boy in an evening. <laughs> <laughs> Season two or three? Uh, three. We haven't watched two yet, but I feel I felt like we had to skip to three. I was too excited by the Dallas component. Man, I saw uh, the only, like, I guess I forgot. I probably even did this story on the 130 News back in March when they announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were filming here, but <laughs> I fucking cried when I saw that one of the dates was at Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. It's like literally what you talk about. I don't think it was, I think it was the uh, the aquarium, right? Or have you watched it? No, I just saw a still shot and it looks, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was at that aquarium on on the weekend, this, this previous weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Took oh, yeah. the family down? Yeah. Is is there a part, see, because I, I wanted to know, is this, it's got to be open to the public. There's no way, like they closed the aquarium for the date. It was at Grapevine Mills, which yeah. uh, we had to have a, a slight argument about. Megan... Megan was basically saying, like, that can't be in Grapevine Mills because they didn't have that there when I was in high school. And I was like, they've changed a lot of things since you were in high school. This is almost um, two decades ago, my friend. Yeah, like, they didn't have it at the Game Works, you know? Right. Um, but uh, the aquarium, it was, is there a part of the aquarium where it's like a hallway? Yeah. But, but all of it's glass and everything? They just set up, like, a table in there. Okay. So they had the whole aquarium shut down. And then the guy who... If I can tell you anything about the show, it's that I'm really worried about how that gentleman treats women. All of the scenes with them after the time that he got drunk and yelled at her pretty hard, I did not feel good. You know, God bless them. I feel weird commenting on someone's relationship, but they're inviting that pretty strongly whenever it exists only in the context of a reality show. So I'll just say, I I hope that he does a lot of working on how he communicates and respects the women in his life. What was his name? God, I don't remember. I just, it's a uh, Colleen and I think his name was Matt. I just remember Colleen's name. You know, I listen, I'm bad with names. I'm pretty Matt sure Bolton? it was Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause this is a funny note. Married summer of 2021 still together, but not yet living together as of November, 2022. Yeah, yeah, they they said they had like a roommate situation. She didn't want to back out on her roommates. And they, they made That's the, a long lease. <laughs> they made the important caveat uh <laughs> they're together every night. They they go back and forth between the places, but they're and I it wasn't nearly that long, but there was a time whenever I was waiting for Megan's lease to get up where, you know, we were kind of back and forth between where she had a lease and Russ's house. Shout out to Russ's house. I kind of liked that setup. Not not like just for not saying your setup, but just that general idea yeah, you that when you first start. Yeah, it was not quite. It was close to a year, and that was more her house. It was probably, a real hate than, day for me. Yeah, you had a whole house for just you and the rodents. <laughs> yeah, dude. King of king of the rodents, without any interference from your pesky OCD roommate. No, that was cockroach um, era. That, <laughs> it was not it's animals, like, uh, it was insects. Yeah, it's like I need the, the chart that shows like uh, the Cretaceous, the Jurassic. Like it's the, pretty straightforward. House on Miller was rodents. House on uh, Orem was, uh, was, was cockroaches. Cockroaches and uh, deaf people sleeping outside our house. Uh-huh. That also happened. It did. And then you saw her years later. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and wander every once in a while if I'm feeling like giving the dog a rigorous walk, but I haven't seen the car since then. I'm sure it's somewhere. Uh, okay, so do you want to get into last night at all? Um, I mean, I, I definitely tomorrow? have another meaty topic I would like to discuss. Okay. And I also, I was going to check if you had anything you wanted me to pull or anything like that. I, I thought that whenever I had it on CNN, typical lib media, 
And yeah. whenever they pulled, I thought he was done, but I, I think he did like another hour, and I, I didn't catch that. So Boy, he, it wasn't another hour, but you know the second that I saw them go back to disgusted Anderson Cooper, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know where I'm headed. <laughs> where he doesn't want you to go. <laughs> right to Fox News. <laughs> where the Vanderbilts are keeping you from. Exactly, yeah. As soon as they went back and they're like, you know, he just looked dejected. Anderson did, and he was just crestfallen that he was having to do this whole thing again. I was like, not what I'm looking for right now. I want more. I can't believe their budget. I like I, that was. That's the only. That's definitely the longest I've watched CNN. Definitely in the Biden presidency. Probably longer than that. Yeah. And the way that they're just ripping through every single person that was in Trump's White House. Like, they've just got them all. They're paying yeah. all of them enough. CNN. That they're yeah. just like, what do you think? You know, like, just fucking go. Who ripped through more fucking uh, chiefs of staff than that guy? And they're just pulling each one up. What did you, what do you, what do you want to weigh in here? Yeah, it's almost like, uh, it almost has the feel of like the talking dead or something. Because like, you remember this guy from a couple seasons ago? Well, he's got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he's got some thoughts and so do all of the rest of them. Yeah. And it's I weird mean, to see that because all of those people definitely ripped CNN to reporters, whatever they were in their official capacity. And now yeah. they're like, you know, the thing where I said everyone on there was pure evil. Well, anyways, I'm on here now. And what I think is, like, yeah, I, don't know. I guess I haven't really kept up with the CNN story. Like I know they got a new they have new management or something i don't know yeah i know everyone's mad about it but that's just not (laughs) that's not something i'm gonna spend any time on if you were hoping that cnn was going to save you you're fucking dead already friend yeah yeah you're right and then you know what sucks about it is on election night i was like uh you know what, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm just going to see how this all unfolds because it's live TV. It's kind of exhilarating. And I'm like, but I'm a good person. So I'm going with the PBS NewsHour. Mm-hmm. And like within 15 minutes, I was just like, boring. <laughs> <laughs> like no one was yelling, you know, everyone was like not attractive and like yeah, no. quote qualified. That's why you got to put on the Chapo stream. James Austin Johnson coming on. Oh, you know what? I forgot they do that. I haven't watched mm-hmm. it since the time that one of them fell asleep at like 20 drinks in. I think that was a midterm. I think I that think was the right. 2018 midterms. That, uh, <laughs> I yeah. think you're right. It was incredible. Christman took a dive. Um, so yeah, uh, back to Excel. I have an important update on an Excel okay. story we've been following over the course of now five years. You will recall five years ago, a classmate of mine shot a homeless man. Oh, Yes, I'm, I've been waiting for this. The wheels of justice turn very slowly, but she did. She also hit him with her car. No, uh, it was it was a disagreement about the car. Okay, so she she's always portrayed as a aspiring country star, which I I kind of wonder if like just all Nashville news, like anytime anyone's in the news that's like kind of young and attractive, that they're like. Aspiring country star. like Yeah, it's just actress in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. How much of a run did she really make at it? I'd love to know. If she has any songs, someone please find them and tell me. Um, and how yeah. often are we checking in on those aspirations? <laughs> yeah. And I, like if you aspire to do something once, like eight years ago, you don't get to just keep that forever. Yeah, I think like, about I, you know, writing a screenplay once every six months for the last like four years or so. It doesn't mean I'm a, a screenplay writer. Yeah. Yeah, if I get killed tonight, uh, I want I want WFA to describe me as aspiring kick coverage man for UT football. <laughs> yeah, you're hey, working on just, it. It's got to be an expiration for aspiration at some point. Well, one of the things we learned is that she moved back to Texas, so it sounds like the dream is done. But anyways, dream was presumably going strong in 2017. Excuse me. That's lunch, reminding us all that it used to be around. Um, So 2017, she's living in Nashville. She's down by Music Row. I've never been to Nashville. You ever been to Nashville? You know what? I haven't. Um, And I feel like I kind of missed the boat, you know, because I I remember hearing 10 years ago that it was like, hey, this is a cool up-and-coming type. There's cool stuff to do here. And then, like, 
the Jake Cutler show happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this kind of looks like it already sucks. I'm sure it's the Austin of its area. Probably so. Yeah. I mean, I'd still like to check it out, but it feels like we missed the window a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't turn it down. But I, you know, it never felt like this is a lot. All the places I've been to, I mostly would have rather gone to, except for <laughs> Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't really I've heard. Like Indianapolis. Never been there either. I would, you know, I don't really recommend. Um, but anyways, so she's hanging out in Music Row, which I presume is a fun time. That's my point. I, you know, I imagine it's like sixth. Uh, yeah, and uh, she's sitting in her car with a friend. They're listening to music loud, and they have the engine running. And this homeless man sitting there being like, I'm just trying to live. This is sort of my little house I'm making for myself, the street corner. And the exhaust is fucking with me, and the music's fucking with me. So his uh, telling of it is that he just kind of walks up like to their window, like the passenger side window, and is like, hey, can you turn it down or move? Uh, her telling is that he's just fucking yelling and spitting from the start um either you can kind of leave it at he said she said except for her friend did testify i think this is actually a pre-trial hearing but i found a clip online of the friend giving her telling and it sounds a lot more like the homeless man's Mm-hmm. than her friends so i don't know you know like they're they're asking the friend uh did and i mean you know she got convicted so i think that the jury agrees with me on this point uh but the friend was like you know the, they're asking her did you feel threatened no did uh did katie seem to be threatened no so if the guy is not threatening them then i doubt that he's fucking ranting and raving but yeah anyways um she uh, says that he kind of went away at that point and then she was going to walk the friend to the car, but because she was still on edge from that whole business that she took out her gun and was mm. walking to the car with the, uh, walking your friend to the car with the gun. And then he pops back out and she's startled. So she squeezes off two rounds. He says that as a direct result of this altercation that like is as a seamless thing, it's like, can you turn it down? She stands up, fucking gets out of the car, stands over him with the gun and says, do you want to die tonight? Yeah. And I just remember some of the uh, uh, admittedly circumstantial evidence that you provided me uh, that I bought that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we couldn't talk, like, especially during the era that she was there, we couldn't talk to the girls. Like, I, I, I didn't get to know her. We didn't have a lot of direct conversations. So I cannot speak out with any degree of confidence to, you know, whatever. But just, I mean, take the average fucking kid there. Listen, it's like, you want to talk about what Snoop Dogg's done. I, I am positive. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into specifics, but like, I, yeah, dude, there's bodies. Um, Crimes were committed. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility to me that she stood out of her car and pointed a gun at a homeless man and said, do you want to die tonight? And then squeezed on the fucking... Yeah, so she shot him twice. Um, then here's another thing where like I, I need a little bit more details about her story because she's saying she's getting out of the car to walk her friend to her car, but then her and her friend peel off. Like they they just leave the scene without going to the friend's car. They uh, They go to Taco Bell and then they go back to Katie's house. And at no point does any of them call the emergency services and say, hey, there's a homeless man bleeding out on the street. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think I'll ever have the fortitude to just hit the drive through after shooting someone. Like, should I find myself making an emotional uh, startled decision? I don't think that's how I'd be able to handle it. What I'm saying is she's a sociopath. (laughs) I'll tell you this. If there's a time that I do shoot a stranger, I'm probably very hungry when I do it. <laughs> Your blood sugar's all yeah. out of whack. I wouldn't do that right after a meal. I'm positive of that. I was telling – Josh was asking me questions about it. I, I said there's no way he could piss me off if I had just eaten. Like where I was yelling – like I might like disagree or be like, hey, man, that's messed up. But yeah, no chance I'm yelling. 
Yeah, I think a number of our sideways interactions in the early years, if we were to do the oral history, probably had to do with just a lack of proximity to food. Yeah, no, I'll I'll yell if my blood sugar's low. No doubt about that. But (laughs) if I'm if I'm sated and and everything's good, I really don't. Um, So yeah, so I'm assuming assuming her blood sugar was in the pits, and so she remedied that with some Taco Bell, but. Uh, I don't know. The the not calling the emergency services is what gives up the game to me. Yeah. Like if she's, you know, just because her whole thing is I wasn't retaliating because of the music. That whole thing was done. I was just scared. I was terrified for my life. And so I had to do. And then so if you just ask, you know, like this is. It's a tough situation. It's an extreme. Who knows what you would do and push to extreme? Can you easily imagine just being like, I'm fucking going to get some chow after that? Not like if you're scared and you shoot him, then you call someone and say, like, this man's just been shot. Someone get down here. I don't want him to die. I just wanted him to not kill me. And she just doesn't seem to conceive of him in any way in this whole thing. Uh, I am happy to let you know. That is part of the sentencing. She said, uh, let me make sure I can find this. Oh, I had, I thought I wrote it down. Oh, she has the experience. Here's the words changed her to her core. So she's totally <laughs> different now. She wouldn't, and I, I don't know. How could it not change you? I hope she's true, <laughs> but it, it's always hard for someone to like the, make that plea as part of sentencing and take it like you'd you'd be a little foolish to just take that at full face value given the context but i don't know i hope it's fully true um but there was one thing that happened that made me doubt how much Evan had changed so a, a big component of this is her dad like he mm-hmm. was the one speaking to the media he was the one laying out a lot of what i've told you about how she uh felt you know feared for her life and her dad's a lawyer. He's a big swinging dick in Amarillo. And also, I believe a uh, Tex-Mex restaurateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> him, right, that had the racist named restaurant? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it, yeah. I don't want to get it wrong. All right, I'll look it up. I, I think that it had to do with uh, your favorite food, the beans. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he... <laughs> He <laughs> he owned a restaurant uh, that was named after that food item, but used in a derogatory way. Mm-hmm. Which that's a slur that's, I mean, thankfully, of course, really died down. I you don't you don't sound that sincere about it. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, again, never me, but I I can remember very insensitive people calling my best friend that pretty much every day of seventh grade. So, so, um, I, and I haven't heard the word really outside of that restaurant title since then. Yeah. So I, that's the progress. Okay. So I, 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 I want to make sure, I want to make sure that we're, uh, we're being fair and accurate here. Uh, so there's actually another word and it was big. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Good. So I think he thought that was going to provide him enough cover fire. Yeah, I think uh, it makes it worse. Yeah, let's see if they're still open. I don't don't think so. I I think it was uh, pretty (laughs) short-lived. Which, boy, you just look at that. Like, he's so dedicated to this dumb name that he's just lighting his money on fire. (laughs) Oh, dude, the fucking logo is also exceptionally racist. (laughs) It's a bean... Wearing a sombrero with like a Pancho Villa style mustache. Yeah, I, I could, I knew before you said it that it had a mustache. Yeah, and uh, it was forced to shut down back in uh, August 2020 by the city of Amarillo, uh, Amarillo, Texas. The name blank blank was a major problem for several people in the community. Claiming the name was racist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from this I, news You story. know, it's a claim I'm intended to respect. I'm inclined to respect. Oh, dude, you're going to love this. Quackenbush in a Facebook post wrote it was an attempt at a new art mu- movement. 
I began to wonder what would happen if a business opened which had a name clearly derived from the racist ideation. Mm -hmm. What responses would this business evoke? Would it cause controversy? Would it cause self-evaluation? It's How would cool the government that Marshall react? Henderson opened a restaurant. <laughs> How would all ra- exactly? How would all racists react? How would true racists react? Exactly. Yeah, he was just doing a little, little sociology it's experiment. A social experiment. <laughs> yeah. So that's who we're dealing with. Uh, wow. And this is uh, this is <laughs> this is the guy that raised the woman that shot the homeless guy, and whatever. This was within the last week or two. I think it was last week that this happened. So I don't know how. I still haven't seen the tweet I'm about to tell you about. So I, 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 I did a lot of research for this story. That's the one bit of research that I meant to do that I didn't get around to. So I don't know. I apologize. I don't. I, I definitely read stories about this where they didn't give the tweet, but I, I have to figure it's in the court filing. So there was a lawyer in Houston that said that Quackenbush, that Katie Quackenbush murdered a homeless man in cold blood, which obviously she did not do. He he survived. He testified at trial. Uh, you know, he, he had to have several surgeries, and I don't think it improved his life, but he didn't die. And so this guy tweets out, you know, because I, I don't think I've said the sentence yet. It's a year's probation. <laughs> that's, oh, my God. That's what her sentence is for uh, firing two shots into a living creature. Um, she got a year's probation that they're letting her serve in Texas. Like our boy got caught with fucking vape and they made him go back to fucking Scurry County to, uh, to do all the, the various like once a month. And yeah, she's just out of state and they're like, Hey, who gives a fuck? Just try to be good. When, check <laughs> yeah. in when your schedule allows it. Just do your best. You know, come on. Uh, yeah, so they, they, they give her a year probation in uh, a Houston lawyer, presumably reacting to that, says, how could she just get a year probation? She killed a man in cold blood. He sends out that tweet. They're suing him for $30 million for defamation <laughs> for tweeting because they're like, ah, 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 didn't kill him. See, you're, that's where I'm having a real tough time conceiving of... Like, Change to the core? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's probably dad. I don't fucking know. But, like, you presume that if your daughter was begging you not to sue him, that yeah. you, you drop it. But who who knows? Who knows? But I, I, I'm i just saying, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I If you look over the long source, uh, long history of this podcast, you will often find me leaving time for uncertainty. It's one of my core beliefs, but I'm especially inclined to do it here because I don't have an extra $30 million. (laughs) Um, So this is satire, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it just, uh, it's fucked. Like It's remarkable. Hopefully it gets thrown out, but uh, just seeing the guy fucking have to worry about where am I going to find $30 million? Like, you know, what? Like just having to go to court for a bit. Like, I, I believe he deleted the tweet by the time the lawsuit was filed. Like, if, if you want to say, like, hey, I didn't kill him, it's fucked up that you're saying I did, totally fair. Totally fair. But just get him to change the tweet. He yeah. took down the tweet. Uh, she I mean, did have a little bit of a, a statement in court. Sorry, what do you, you... I was just going to say, like, it shouldn't uh, Craig James own Twitter now? If this is, <laughs> yeah. sort of, this is the sort of thing you can just get it settled. Let's say you settle it at seven. Yeah. I mean, I owe him like 21. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Um, so here's a little blurb from the end of the story. When given the chance to speak during the hearing, Quackenbush apologized to Melton for her actions, but also sought to present herself as a victim, claiming she's been ridiculed, has received death threats, and struggled to find work. Here's a quote. Millions of people were making fun of me online, she lamented. I was convicted by the community before trial. Yeah, you hate to see it, that that court of public opinion. Uh, and Like, on what? That you shot a guy that you did shoot? Yeah, that's know. really all we, that's all we knew for sure. And I yeah. think if people do get worked up, you should not send her death threats. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that there is a spirit of forgiveness that is uh, regretfully absent from much online discourse. 
But the thing about, you know, you didn't wait till trial. The bullets are in him. You said mm-hmm. you did it. The, the facts are not really, it's not like we're trying to figure out. We need to wait and see. Like, I don't know, man. I, uh, I really wish that, I mean, there might've been some level of cameras in this, in this trial, but in my mind, like the asshole, uh, prosecutors prosecutors like and miss quackenbush uh would you state your taco bell order for me <laughs> that she's would like, be. i don't and she's like i don't specifically remember you know it was uh there was objection your honor relevancy yeah and he's like uh i've uh I, i've got the receipt <laughs> and he just reads off like the most insane border run bell order ever yeah how you spend 23 dollars the hard way <laughs> yeah and was it uh what is a, the quesarito mm-hmm. was it good uh and then the other this thing is back is, when mexican pizza was still rocking yeah that's true this is uh before the dark period mm-hmm. which we're back in i gotta locate some mexican pizzas this weekend maybe I friday need to start i need to get off this week of eating poorly but it may be friday uh, I have to read you one more thing from the news story about his restaurant closing down. <laughs> Please. Okay. Her father uh, continued, I knew, by now you all know the name of the restaurant, so I'm just going to say restaurant name, okay? Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this, he doesn't put the big in front of it when he refers to it colloquially. <laughs> it's kind of a, a little nickname he had for right. it. I knew blank restaurant name was a derogatory and racist term i discussed other less offensive names with my uh, close circle of friends and staff but restaurant name fit perfectly with our somewhat plausible deniability plan no because we we sold beans and coffee Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not closed because of pressure or death threats although i've had many or lack of money or fear it's closed because the exhibition is over and it's strap in here the exhibition is over, and it's time to move on to the documentary about what happened. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know. He's a big uh, talker. I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. But. I think this is probably going to go the way of the uh, the Zeke Cabo suspension documentary. God, I I'm forgot about s- that. Still just waiting on every day. And no, <laughs> yeah, one has when- the, no one has the guts to ask him about it. Please do. You talk to him at some point, right? I mean, you're going to you know have to I, get it in now. He's only on the team for another couple months. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, all I know is that... Do you think you that, could get him on the show if you went all out? No. God damn it. I know. I know. But yeah, Rocky Arciano was, get was telling people back then, like, oh, hey, this six weeks, documentary. Get someone to do it... Uh, at the at practice, I might be able to do that. I mean, you can definitely do that. Now, whether or not he like just fucking laughs and doesn't answer is another. But that's it. That's an easy. Yeah, there's gonna be someone from the station that you have their phone number at every practice between now and the end of the season. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the story of uh, the restaurant in Amarillo. <laughs> Uh, and then just there's a little uh, postscript to this whole thing. Um, if anyone happens to be listening who's a lawyer in New Mexico, I've got another one. I've got some questions about, and I've hit a little wall myself. So This is also Excel-related? Yeah, another kid, I, I think that he's in jail now. It's okay. best I can read. So I, I've, I've got a case number. Uh, I've got like what he's been charged with, but I've got, I've got a real pet peeve. Like if I, if I can find the, the page and the county government that has all the shit that I just told you, then it should just have whatever documents that were, that were generated as a result of the court thing. Like, you know, the, whatever briefings they had to submit to court for the charges that I'm looking at and like, I'm seeing like the court date and shit like that. But they're not on there, and they never fucking are. Like you know, I've, I've done this before, where I'm like, "Hey, there's a fucking Excel case that I'm interested in. Someone knows a lawyer, please help." And then they'll come back with all kinds of shit, which is awesome and very helpful. But I don't know. 
fucking lawyers are colluded against the rest of society. I think that's obvious. It should be obvious to everyone. Because I just want to make sure they don't make it easy for us to understand what they're doing. Your efforts here do not go the way of the restaurant name documentary or the uh, the Zeke documentary. I want I want one day to listen to a ten part masterpiece. Okay, about what? Katie Quackenbush? No, about the whole thing. Catching up with people, getting oh, people yeah. on the record. I don't know. I I really do too. I've I mean. I spent, I took some time, like I wrote a pitch that I, I don't know, I'm still polishing it, but like I found a, a company that accepts pitches and I wrote a pitch, um, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to like uh, blow up anyone's spot and whatever. I, I, I do still feel the fire burning in me. Absolutely. But I, I did reach out to someone who I thought might, because uh, it's not like I told them this was my reaction or whatever. So I feel sheepish that they'll hear this, but they were basically like, uh, for you to get that made, you would need to be a lot more famous than you are. So yeah. I guess try that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. That, that feels uh, insurmountable. Yeah. Like you're definitely the most famous you're ever going to be. I mean, I could if, if they give me a chance, I'll be much more famous because I would knock this fucking podcast series out of the park. 25,000 followers is not nothing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not 50. <laughs> okay, fuck you. I think that they're looking for like 50 million. I think I don't think that yeah. they're like, if TC's in, it's a no. But Jake, <laughs> like... <laughs> now we've sweetened the pot. I think they're saying if you're Ryan Seacrest, we'll talk to you. Or like Jon Stewart. But the, the thing that has been ringing in my head is uh, Robert Downey Jr., his company made a thing that I, I, this was the other thing that was like, uh, the kind of like fucking, I don't know. It, it knocked me back a little bit is I listened to, or I started listening to one about, uh, Sinanon, which is like kind of a intellectual godfather of what happened at mm -hmm. uh, at our school. And that's, it's basically just me. Like it's, it's a lady whose parents were involved and I've never heard of her. You know, like no shade to her, like, but it's, it's not like it's fucking Meryl Streep, you know? Uh, and so I, I, I don't know how it happened, you know, like does she fucking meet Robert Downey Jr. at a party and gives him a hard pitch and he's like, fuck yeah. Uh, but I, so like that'll happen, but like I'm listening to it and like, I don't know, it's good. And it's, it's essentially like the, the format is what's been in my head. Like everything that's been in my head and like, I don't know, it just, something about that made it more daunting rather than less. Like seeing someone else do it. I don't know. I yeah. don't know, man. I, Especially with the Ironman connection. Yeah. That, uh, that increases the daunting factor. I don't know. You know, Have you, I've met Jonah Hill. It happens. If I meet Jonah again, I think that he would green light this. You got to. Yeah. Have you listened to Herschel Walker yet today? <laughs> no you want to pull it up real quick and we can close with it yeah i'd love to what just where am i going youtube um, twitter yeah twitter i have it it's actually in the dropbox if you want to pull it up out of my dropbox i could do that in the november folder i believe i saved it in there properly but it's also very easy to find on twitter i'll take a little second although look at this the, that password's the first one you want me to say what it is? What? The password. No. Oh, okay. I don't. All right. All right. So this is at a, uh, a nice stump speech today for Herschel. After his big ringing endorsement from the big boy last night. <laughs> I forgot. I should have just fucking done the thing. I'd just gone to Twitter. I. Yeah, Aaron Rupar had it. November 22. No, that's not it. Uh, I'm going to type in. <laughs> Just because like the. I might have screwed up, though, but I can't check now because I'm rolling. There is a. Uh, okay. Yeah. The, is, it, is it vampire speech? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> okay.
Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night? Are you hearing that? Yeah. Okay. Well, when you started playing that, I heard it. I'm not. So I gotta do something about that. I sprung this on you. This is my bad. Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night, hoping it's gonna get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because <laughs> the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm gonna tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you can tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV. Tip your waitresses, ladies and gentlemen. He's also talking way faster than he normally does. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> like it, it, I know. It sounds like a comedian that I've not met before. <laughs> y'all, y'all know this about vampires? Are these kids watching their TV? A uh, vampire kill on their TV. So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. So they're watching I'm saying, their dude. TV. Now, I'm watching my TV. As they're watching their TV, or they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from their TV to get rid of this real-life vampire in their attic. So as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because you know, got to have a state and got to have a thing to, to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You got to have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, this, 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 this guy's got the holy water. He's blessing the house, this actor. Now, he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good in this black suit. Floated from the ceiling. He floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eyes. And he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross, he put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. It is time for us to have faith. Yeah. We got to have faith in our fellow brother. Fuck yeah. We got to have faith in this country. We got to have faith in, this, in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. Beautiful. Honestly, that's the most coherent I've heard him sound in the entire uh, campaign. Unbelievable. First of all, he's... It's a powerful message. First of all, he's way too entertained by the fact that you can watch people in uh, movies and television shows watching TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, think about that's it. A sort of, that's like the sort of thing that my dog would be entertained by. That's the Samac. Like, hey, look, they got animals on the TV, but I'm an animal and I'm out here. This is This doesn't make any sense at all. But yes, he's way, way intrigued by that. But I got to admit, it does kind of stick the landing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Gotta believe. That's what America's about, folks. That's why I'm here. Uh, all right, that's all I got. I got a movie to go to. Beautiful. Have fun. See we'll you. see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.